0: In 2017, I fell asleep behind the wheel of my car. This was a very scary wake-up call, and thankfully I was stationary at the time. I had started to struggle with work, concentrating and performing to the levels I expected of myself. I loved my job, loved the people I was around daily, and thrived on the intensity and spontaneity of it never knowing from one minute to the next what I would be doing. Over the months previous, I noticed I was really struggling to get going in the morning. If I was going anywhere, I would have to be up for a good two hours before all my senses started to work properly. This was starting to get progressively worse to the point I was struggling to keep awake during the day. The result of this was a visit to the GP on the day. She did lots of checks, arranged blood tests and referred me to see a neurologist which was immediately bounced back and I was advised I would be dealt with in primary care. Now this will become more apparent as I go through this why that neurology appointment was pertinent to my whole illness. Over the next few months my symptoms got worse. The constant fatigue, permanent headache, brain fog, aching limbs all this time, my GP was putting it down to fatigue and eventually referred me to the Chronic Fatigue Clinic. I attended the Chronic Fatigue Clinic in March 2018 and after a thorough examination, I was informed I did have CFS. But the consultant replied, due to my history of a possible TIA in 2013, where both a lesion was found on my brain and I had a positive lumbar puncture. You wanted me to also see the neurologist to rule anything else out. I went back to my GP and managed to secure a neurology appointment. Because I paid for the neurology appointment, I saw the neurologist within the next couple of weeks. He informed me I had positional vertigo, and gave me some exercises to do on order to CT scan. Not really knowing why it was. Moreover, let's just see. I actually ended up going for an MRI scan a couple of weeks later, and I knew at the time there was an issue as a consultant radiologist kept sending me back into the machine, including requesting contrast. Following my scan, I got a very quick follow up appointment well, three weeks, but in this day and age that's quick. I went for that follow-up appointment and saw a lovely registrar who was very thorough and listened to everything I said while carrying out different reaction tests on me. Eventually, after some time, she went off to speak to my consultant and came back in informing me I have more lesions on my brain and therefore they are now giving me a diagnosis of a mess, Oh, and migraines, which I've had for years and never really done anything about. Just, in my usual way, got on with it. In all honesty, and it might sound strange, but I actually breathed a sigh of relief. A long last, this bloody illness had an name. that I hadn't been swinging the lead and no longer felt guilty for not being able to work and for letting friends down. I now had a way forward. Admittedly slowly, but a way forward. The registrar advised me I would be seen in the clinic every three months and be appointed an MS nurse who would be able to help and advise me on how to manage the illness. She asked me if there was anything I wanted and I immediately said I wanted to get back to swimming and fitness which was not recommended when I had the CFS diagnosis. However, with MS it is advised so she referred me to physio to slowly build up my muscles and my core strength again. I left that room feeling so much better about everything and even though I know it's going to be a slow process, it's one I am grabbing with both hands. In October 2018, I took the opportunity to take voluntary redundancy from my job. There's absolutely no way I would have applied for it in the the previous state, but maybe I saw it as a way out and, and to still be able to live. Now that is my crutch and it gives me time to build myself back up again and hope that in the future I will be able to return to work. I feel fortunate that I've been diagnosed with an illness where there is support. People do believe you and the funding isn't enormous. They are learning new ways of dealing with it every day. With that in mind, I spent six months believing I had chronic fatigue and the funding and support for that is embarrassing. So I will still be championing their cause as much as I can. The only gripe I have is my GP immediately believed it might be neurological and with my history did absolutely the right thing in referring me. What I would like to know is who makes the decision for you not to see the neurologist as this could have been diagnosed a good six months earlier in which case I wouldn't have been so deconditioned and might actually have been able to carry on doing the things I love. Does it make me feel bitter? It does a little, yes. This reading was taken from my blog, accessiblereach.com, where you can find out all about my diagnosis, how I live with multiple cirrhosis, and how I manage getting about. Please do follow and support me, and thank you for listening.